0: back to the prepared mindset podcast i'm your host austin and today's date is december 7th 2021 i point that out uh, specifically today because retrospectively the right to have an opinion the right to free speech uh, more specifically was something that was founded hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago right <clears throat> uh, when this this country this nation was founded it's our first amendment right it grants us Almost unconditional free speech. We're allowed to have an opinion, except now we fast forward to 2021, and all of a sudden we're not we're not really allowed to have an opinion. Uh, the The court of the public doesn't really appreciate people that that speak out against the uh, the liberal left. Those that that utilize uh, social media mostly, um, and those that speak out with something that doesn't align with their beliefs. Um, it's unfortunate. It's it's. Uh, it's, it's stupid, honestly, is what it is. And uh, unfortunately, it's just the way that the world works today. And And I'm kind of just fed up with it. You know, I don't want to talk. I, I mean, I don't want to sit by and uh, not post things on social media anymore. I don't want to sit by and not voice my opinion. I don't want to sit by and let other people be influenced by those that are emboldened by <clears throat> the, the mainstream media. They're emboldened by uh, the Democratic Party. They're emboldened by our president um to say these things certainly you should never feel guilty for having uh, an opinion it, 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 you can disagree with somebody it's it's perfectly fine uh sometimes sometimes those differences of opinion lead to a thing called a discussion and uh sometimes at least it used to be this way Sometimes a friendship is born out of that discussion it used to happen all the time. It's crazy Nowadays, it doesn't really happen so much, you know, people are bickering from keyboard to keyboard <clears throat> They're in uh, They're like I said emboldened by what they're told by the media By what they're told, uh, from our Our country's leadership, um, but what they're told by other people They just they they absorb whoever gets the most likes the the largest following um it's sad, you know, but that's the way it is. Uh, so we're, I, I want to talk about this because there's been a couple things that happened. A uh, couple things that happened last week that are they hit pretty close to home here in the Metro Detroit area. Um, <clears throat> specifically speaking about the Oxford High School shooting, uh, super tragic and and super unfortunate. Uh, I, I there's not really words to describe for how I mean how awful things like this really are. But we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about what happens afterwards. And I want to talk about my thoughts about, you know, what how to handle these situations uh, in, in a couple of different ways, really. Uh, we're we're going to get into why it's okay to have a difference of opinion on things like gun control and schools and society. Uh, before I get you guys know me. Before I get rolling too far, I do want to make sure uh, that I, I stop, take a breath, and uh, mention our presenting sponsors here for the prepared mindset. And these guys are great partners for us, and they are what makes a lot of this happen. Okay. As always, first up, slimfitholsters.com. Guys, slimfitholsters.com, they gave us our discount code prepared10, hooked you guys up. It's 10% off and free shipping. You order this week. You might be able to get it by Christmas. I don't know no guarantees, right? Uh, but you might be able to get it by Christmas If you're looking for that special gift for somebody in your life that, that owns a firearm or just bought a firearm I got a friend. I know that just bought one. Uh, you know, I talked to his wife. Hey You should get him some upgraded sights. It's a glock 48. Get him some upgraded sights It's the first thing a glock needs and it's really around the hundred dollar mark. You can you can't do You can't do too bad for that, you know, and then a holster whether he's going to carry it or he just needs something to protect the trigger when he's at home Uh, you know everyone needs a good quality holster and slim fit holster is our choice if you're looking to carry outside the waistband on your belt maybe you don't have a ccw maybe it's just not comfortable Check out their Victoris. Okay. It's an awesome offering as adjustable angles, however, you want to carry, you know, three o'clock with the FBI cant, maybe closer to five o'clock with the straight cant or something. Whatever you want to do, <clears throat> the Victoris is an awesome, awesome option. If you want to go inside the waistband, there's a slew of, of options there from uh, their guard to the guard ultra to the gladius. It just depends. What you're looking for don't don't let your friends or your loved ones carry a gun with a cheap shitty leather holster or nylon holster that they buy off of amazon like guys i looked at it the other day i searched i think i searched glock holster you know just seeing what would come up the first like 18 results on amazon right And that's because everyone seems to look these days is amazon were cheap crappy like Uncle Mike's holsters or something that all they are is soft nylon with a little velcro band that goes over the top for some retention and a very flimsy metal clip sometimes not even metal, sometimes just plastic. Don't let your loved ones carry with a shitty holster. you got to protect that trigger and protect yourself. all right Somefitholsters.com is definitely going to take care of you however you want to carry and whatever you need to carry. whether it's got a light on it or it doesn't, whether it's got an optic or it doesn't, large you know, full-size guns, compact guns, whatever you need, slimfitholsters.com. Go check it out. Use our code PREPARED10. It's going to save you guys 10% off and hook you up with free shipping. Also, mymedic.com. That same person, hey, just bought a gun. You're going to start carrying a gun? I think it's awesome. I think more people should carry guns. We can avoid a lot of senseless tragedy and can be a positive deterrent towards those that seek to do harm to us. But I do firmly believe if you're going to leave your house, you're going to carry a firearm. You're going to leave with a tool to inflict damage. You should carry the tools to help mend that damage. And that's where MyMedic.com comes in. They gave us the code Mindset20 that's going to save you guys all 20% off on your order. Whether you're picking up, you know, a cat's tourniquet, uh, a SWAT tourniquet, uh, maybe you need an IFAC, right? Their MyFAC kit is their flagship product. It's absolutely awesome for a small group, a small family, you know, three to four people. That's what I carry in my vehicle. That's what my wife carries in her vehicle. Maybe you need something on your person, right? Maybe you're walking around all the time at your job or your, you know, your hobbies and stuff. Get their EDC medic. Clips right onto a belt. It'll clip onto a molly panel on your backpack. Whatever you need, all right? My medic's got a solution for it. They got a pet medic. They have a cycle medic. There's all kinds of options. And, and even beyond their product offerings, they have refill kits. So if you do already have some first aid. You don't need to buy a whole new kit through them. You can just buy their refill pack, use our code mindset 20, save yourself a little bit of dough and make sure that your, your medic kit that's in your car, your go bag, whatever it is, make sure that it's fully stocked for that one day that you roll across some kind of just awful accident. And you need to be able to help render some aid and provide some assistance. Okay, myMedic.com, super awesome company. We love partnering with them. You guys go check them out They have a lot of educational content out there on youtube as well but getting into Our topic at hand I mean, I started talking about having an opinion, right <clears throat> and What does that mean, right? What are you talking about? I feel like every time we have some kind of mass tragedy It's um, more specifically gun related, right? You get you get people that they they jump straight to and I and I've gone and I, and I feel awful about going and looking for it, but that's the first thing I look for is what what person is either going to go call me out because <clears throat> I've had I had friends that that did that um, you know uh, the Orlando nightclub shooting um, Sandy Hook I had friends attack me verbal well I mean, verbally whatever you want to call it I had friends attack me over social media because I'm a pro Second Amendment individual I believe. That these tragedies are caused largely by the absence of firearms and not just the firearm themselves, but because Properly trained individuals are our first line of defense Uh against people like this that are out there trying to do evil. Okay That's my opinion. That's my belief Obviously, that's my belief. That's why I have this podcast, right? <clears throat> I want to share this with all of you guys I want to explain myself, not because I feel like I need to justify myself, but because I feel like the more of us that that can provide context and information behind this, the, the better people can be equipped to form their own opinions, to have their own thoughts, to have their own ideas about, about what causes these kinds of serious tragedies. And if you know what I'm talking about Oxford high school last week here in Michigan, like I said, about 30 minutes from me, um, a young student brought a, I believe it was a SIG handgun, uh, brought a, brought a gun to school, opened fire, uh, a little bit more than midway through the day. And several students were injured, um, four dead, it truly something that's, it's tragic. You know, it, it's, a <clears throat> these kids are, it's, it's. You're at the point, you're, you're at the the point where you're starting to get excited about life, right? You're starting to learn about the outside world. You gain your freedom. You learn to drive. It's, I mean, it's, for a lot of us, it was the some of the best parts and best experiences of life. And to have that taken away, um, I think is, I, uh, I don't know. I can't, I can't really articulate it honestly. I don't, I didn't know anyone there, but I, I feel that these kinds of these kinds of, of occurrences are avoidable. I do. I feel like there's a solution here. I, I do. I feel deeply that there is a way to avoid this. And um, I'm not saying that my answer is is the answer. I'm not saying that that my ideas are <clears throat> guaranteed to fix this. Okay. I, I could be a bit off the mark with this. However, when I say that you know gun control more gun control laws are not the answer you know I'm, I'm swarmed on by people that want to throw oh look at these statistics specifically it had happened to me on social media the other day. Somebody came out and said, "Oh, you know, I used to shoot guns all the time, and I'm so disgusted by murica, and this this um, you know idea that we all need to have guns. Who needs to have 12 or 20 guns? Nobody needs that. You know, these these terms, right? These buzz phrases, these buzzwords. Nobody needs to have this gun control. Uh, Common sense is also thrown around in there, and those are sensationalized by the media, right? So they're they're working really hard. And I say they, I mean people that." Are anti-second amendment uh, typically liberals? Typically, <clears throat> Democrats, right? Um, not all Democrats are anti-two A. I have several friends that are Democrats and pro-two A. But if you look at typical tendencies, right? Democratic presidents push gun control, and um, what's worse about this is we, you know, we have people in elected positions now uh, lobbying for for greater gun control, uh, leveraging these kinds of tragedies moments after, right. Moments after news has break broken to the world, we have, uh, people screaming for more gun control days after, right. Families still mourning children, not even in the ground yet. And we have, um, people like the Oakland County prosecutor, uh, coming out and saying that the, uh, the, the biggest problem with all of this <clears throat> is that, uh, and I'm reading this directly from an article on thehill.com. All right. So Karen McDonald, who's the Oakland County prosecutor, uh, Oakland County, Michigan is where Oxford high school is. Um, she was, she's quoted in this article as saying that Michigan's laws are woefully inadequate. We don't have a safe storage law. We're not legally required to store your weapon in a safe manner. Children are allowed to attend with their parents to, to gun ranges because the question she was asked was about laws surrounding taking your kids to a firing range. Children are allowed to attend with their parents so long as their parent is, uh, are, are present. Uh, so the answer to that question is we don't have strong enough laws. Um, how are you supposed to teach children about firearm safety if you don't take them to a firing range and teach them how to shoot and how to hold, manipulate, load, unload a firearm in a safe manner? The answer is you can't, you can't. And that's what, and that's what they want. That's what people that are against the second Amendment. that's what they want. They want to back us into this corner where you can't bring kids to firing ranges. It's illegal. So then there goes, you know, hunter safety for a lot of these kids. There goes the youth hunt that we have here annually in Michigan where a lot of children, and, and it's already been, it's already a shrinking culture and a dwindling, um, I don't say hobby, but a, a shrinking culture because as technology grows and develops, less and less kids are getting out with their, with their dad or their uncle, their grandpa and going hunting. All right. They don't want to spend time out in a deer blind, freezing their ass off, trying to, you know, get bag a deer, right. Uh, becoming one with nature and spending some time unplugged and, and away from, from the rest of the world, uh, which is unfortunate because, um, you know, it's, I think one of the most cathartic experiences in the world when you can get away from everything for just, you know, a couple of days, right? Like I go to Northern Michigan with Ryan, uh, it, at least the last couple of years, it's been at least once or twice a year and it's awesome. You know, we do not have to do anything, in, anything particular. Uh, and all, a lot of the times we don't we go up there with very little planned and then we get ideas of stuff we want to do and we don't have enough time to do it all. And you come back home and you're like, man, I, I just miss being up there. I don't have to worry about my phone you know the air just <clears throat> the air is cleaner and and you know you can be out in the woods and it's actually it's quiet you know but so um, they 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 want that to go away. People think that we don't need guns. People on the left, uh, liberals, these politicians that are that are pandering for votes, they want <clears throat> to attack this at the root, right? So by making it more difficult to bring younger gun owners. Uh, into this culture, into these hobbies and things like shooting, like hunting, uh, that attacks the problem at the source without really having to disarm <clears throat> the populace that already owns these firearms. Because eventually, if you're not a shooter, you don't grow up doing it, you don't learn how to do it, what, what happens? Your, your family members die, you sell their guns, there's less gun owners in the world. It's, it's the long-term tactic, which I mean, if you've followed gun control laws over the last 40 ish or so years, um, you'll see that they've done a pretty good job, um, uh, uh, playing the long game. So, uh, that, that's one thing that's really, really, um, upsetting, but in all of this, right, they, they're playing the long game. Um, they're attacking gun owners rights. And it's because in this situation, right. Uh, they're attacking this from a perspective of there was no safe storage law right that's the one that's the narrative that you know i heard a, i think two or three days after this happened and it's just been brought up over and over and over and over and over again and and why is that well i'll tell you it's because everything else that happened every everything is already illegal we already have gun control measures in place here in michigan that address every other Every other facet of what went wrong that led to these these awful events. Okay, it's already illegal for a, a a child, right? Somebody under 18 years old to possess a firearm. Okay, here in Michigan, uh, to carry it concealed, also illegal. Okay, I th- actually, you know, and I, I take that back. 18 years old is a legal age, but if you're you're under 18, right, it's illegal to have that firearm. It's illegal to conceal it. It's illegal everywhere to carry firearms on school grounds it's obviously illegal to shoot someone it's illegal to commit murder uh you know i mean w- so what's left what's left for them to, to say was the issue here we have, we've heard nothing of capacity because i believe it was a sig p series uh handgun so probably not over the the capacity that they want to uh you know call high capacity it was probably in a smaller caliber, like nine millimeter or something. So we we can't have the discussion about why this is a weapon of war. It's a semi-automatic handgun, right? So it takes away all of these narratives. So now what's left? Oh, a safe storage law. These parents, these these ultra negligent parents who uh, had actually been at the school that morning, right, to talk about the the their deranged son. They say deranged because if you read up on this, he was drawn out some pretty. Uh, graphic images and was having some pretty heavy issues um, that were drawing some concern. And that's a whole separate issue. All right. The school district was aware of it. That's again, that's another failure, right? We talk about red flag laws all the time here. Uh, Well, you guys had all the information without needing any red flag laws. Uh, Lots of people were aware of this kid and his issues and nothing was done. He was allowed to go. His mom was texting, you know, later in the day, oh, don't do it. So clearly there was some kind of premeditation there, uh, which to my understanding might be, might mean that you're taking that, um, that plea of temporary insanity off the table by having that, because this is a known issue and there's a history here and there's, so to speak, a, a paper trail. So you can't, you can't plead temporary insanity. Um, you know I mean? And by all means, throw the book at this kid. And I hope that his parents are charged and convicted for negligence as well, because, They're the ones that bought them the firearm and that's something as responsible gun owners. We talk about all the time, right? That's your firearm. That's your responsibility. That's something that that you Have to be accountable for you have to those are that's yours. Okay I worry about it when I leave my home for an overnight vacation or something. I have you know, um I have means for securing my firearms people. I trust that watch my house for me and how sit to, to alleviate those concerns and things. There's ways to address all of this. Um, And buying a kid, a gun under 18 isn't necessarily anything that's new, right? There's lots of kids out there who have quote unquote, their, uh, hunting rifle, their shotgun, their AR, their, whatever, that their parents buy them while they're youths being taught how to shoot safely. Okay. Getting back to my point of having an opinion, it's my opinion, right, that more gun control isn't the answer, okay? Um, And I think we need to start voicing this opinion more, all right? Don't be afraid to to combat the people that want to sit there and scream about how guns are the problem. Guns aren't the problem. They're really not. They are the tool by which these egregious acts are carried out. Yes, that is true. No one can deny that. However... The issue, it, it's only gotten worse. We've had more gun control measures passed in the last 30 years in this country, basically since the Clinton administration took office, than at any other point in this nation's history. And yet we've only seen an increase in mass casualty events. So so what's the issue here? Why is this happening? All right. You got to look at the numbers and you have to look at the data so you can make it informed and logical decision. I think a lot of people that scream for gun control and, and, um, you know, additional measures during times like this, they're, they're, they're responding and reacting from a place of fear, not from a place of education, not from a place of, um, you know, of level headedness, right? You're afraid that this could happen to your kids. You're afraid that this, this could happen to you, to someone you love, to someone, you know, all right. And, and I, and I wholeheartedly agree that no one should have to live that way nobody wants to Send their kids to school and not know if they're coming back. I have friends that are educators. I have friends with children I I don't personally have children. I can't imagine what that feeling must be like, but everyone Certainly should has the right to they shouldn't have to To worry about those kinds of things, right? So where are these measures, right? How can we fix this? Well, it starts not by by restricting gun by enacting more gun control laws by making it harder for law abiding citizens to get a firearm okay it just it doesn't right when we want to protect the the most you know valuable people in this country which A large number of people talk about how our children are our future, and they are, right? Because when we're dead and gone, our children are going to be running this country. They're going to be in this world. And we talk about taking lots of measures like environmental changes, right? To sustain our planet, our home, right? The earth. We talk about recycling. We talk about all kinds of things for the future, for what our children will inherit. However, when we talk about the most important people in this country in this world, how do we protect them? <clears throat> we surround them by people with guns. We do. Why? Because guns are a deterrent. Meaning you're not going to go after somebody and try to commit grief, you know, bodily harm if someone's surrounded by somebody with a gun. Why? Because you don't want to get shot. That's a deterrent. Okay? Or they're going to shoot you before you can shoot them. Okay? We do it with our president. We do it with our elected officials here in this country. Other countries around the world, they all do it. Even the ones that, you know, to quote um, a lot of these liberal people that like to yell at me online, that uh, all the other advanced countries in the world have less guns than us and they don't have these issues. And so guns must be the problem. And it's like, well, that's not true. They just, those attempts on their lives are are made with things like knives and uh, vans and trucks and bombs and all kinds of other shit. Uh bows and arrows in in some parts of the world look that shit up because that happened not not too long ago Right bow and arrow attack It's a very real thing same thing with knives. It it does happen people if they want to carry out evil intent They're going to find a way Okay, the the medium so to speak right the medium is what is the cons is not is what's not the constant there right, the medium is the variable The constant is the intent the intent to do evil right? That is constantly there. And I mean, you can, you want to get biblical about it. You can, it's since Adam and Eve, right? The, the presence of evil in this world, uh, it, it it's something that unfortunately is just a truth of, of life. You have to fight evil. The tools by which it's done, those have changed throughout time. It was a sharp rock and a, and a pointy stick. Then it was the broadsword, right? Then it was the bow and arrow, then gunpowder came along and it was firearms then we we've advanced warfare as the, hu- the human race has grown okay so it's 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 not the gun all right if this was such an issue then why pre-clinton did we have so few of these mass casualty events that's my question why have these numbers only gone up further if the number of these mass casualty events has only gone up as, you know, in parallel with the number of gun control laws, why are we screaming for more gun control laws? Is that only going to make it worse? Judging off of the the histories that we've seen, right? The statistics that we see and have to judge our past 20 years off of, looking at that information, why would we do more to prohibit law-abiding citizens, the good guys, right? Why would we do more To make it harder for them to get a gun. Police response times right now are somewhere around 12 minutes. You know, I was talking with Chris Blau a couple weeks ago on here, and you know, in 12 minutes, a lot of bad shit can happen. You know, and he put in perspective when he was working at a gun store talking with a lady who said, Please convince me to buy a firearm. Well, in twelve minutes, I can rape you, I can kill you, I can kill your family, I can steal half your shit and be out of the house before the cops get there. You know, I can't help but, but start, you know, drawing some, some similarities here between what I'm saying, what other people are saying and what we're seeing in the news where, okay, the left is screaming for more gun control. So a disarmed populace and they want less police, right? Disarm or uh, defund the police, right? Which means defunding them means lower man, uh, workforces, less people, right? Which means longer response times, which all keeps leading back to more victims. It's easier to make people a victim. They, they can't see past this, oh, well, if we just pass one more gun control law, that'll be it. No, it won't. It'll just mean that the only ones that have the guns are the bad guys. And then you're really fucked. Not to mention, you know, we get into the whole 2A thing about tyrannical government and stuff, but this is this is not that. This is a completely separate discussion, all right? And there's, there's news all the time of a good guy with a gun stopping a robbery, an assault, a rape. Uh, all, all, all the time shooters at churches and things, but those aren't publicized because those don't feed the liberal narrative. Okay. And we're really conditioned right now, as I, I believe anyways, a culture to sit there and say, if you don't know, then you just side with the popular opinion. So people that don't know firearms are just going to jump on the bandwagon with the the screaming liberals that want to say that you're an asshole and you must want people to fucking die. If you think that we don't need more gun control. So how, how this safe storage law is the, is the, the, this, just this, this obvious solution. I've been told that I need to just realize that everything I believe is wrong. And that was recent on an Instagram post. I had some random ass guy want to argue with me about how some statistics from 2007 to 2010 show that Louisiana has the highest homicide rate in the country because they have the most lax gun control laws and how i mean it's you know connecticut and new jersey and hawaii and all these basically a handful of very of relatively small states uh with small populations that have super super strict gun control laws how they have the lowest uh homicide rates so therefore that proves that gun control law works except that those you know those numbers are optimistically uh, 11 to 13 years old so if you want to jump back in time we can go back even further than that when we didn't have school shootings and then i can argue my point but i digress um what people need to we need to look at is that this isn't working okay the definition of insanity or i have a high school band director that used to say this all the time the definition of insanity is repeating the same act over and over again and expecting a different outcome okay we have passed gun control measures we've you know if not here in michigan then in other in other states in the country We've made it harder for people to legally, right, to follow the law to get a firearm. We've made it harder to get, uh, you know, higher capacity magazines. I don't want to say high capacity because that's a bullshit term created by the liberal media to try and get people who don't know about guns to think that, you know, anything more than 10 rounds in a pistol is excessive and dangerous and anything more than 10 rounds in a rifle is excessive and dangerous. It's just not the fucking case. It's not. Have it's okay to have an opinion against that. That does not mean that me me sitting here right now speaking out against all, everything that's gone wrong and and, and happened right uh, with this this school shooting doesn't mean I want to see more kids die. And I, I fucking resent the shit out of that when I have people t- people tell me that. That I either that I, I somehow value uh, life less than they do. I value people's right to safety less than they do because I can't get past my guns, my man toys, uh, my weapons of war. Uh, I've been told, you know, I, I like to play GI Joe. I've been told I got a small dick. You know, everything and anything you can think of under the sun has been said to me because I am a an advocate for the Second Amendment and. That's just the source of all our problems in this country, apparently, because we have so many guns, that's that's the issue. Not the fact that we create these gun-free zones, right, like schools, like bars, and the bar thing I, I kind of get, because you introduce alcohol and it's it's not a very good, uh, guns and alcohol don't make very good bedfellows. I'll leave it at that, okay? Um, sporting complexes, malls, right? Right. These are the places where nine out of 10 times these mass casualty events take place. Okay. Why? Because there's nobody there to shoot back. It's really easy. Okay. If you look, if you want to take this like from the radical, um, the, the radical view, right? Uh, think about people like terrorists, uh, radical jihadists, that, that whole, that whole concept, right? The point of committing these acts is to gain as much attention and notoriety as possible to bring attention to your cause. Okay. The, the, the jihad thing is just one example. I know it's not the only one out there. Okay. It's just the one I'm using in this instance, right? So you're, you're going to go where you can do the most damage. You can take the most human life. You can, you can spread your message and you make sure that through inflicting this, this, these mass casualties that you're going to gain that attention. So where are you going to go? Okay, if you go someplace people can shoot back, there's a really good possibility that you could take maybe one to three people with you and then you die yourself and it's, it's just another footnote in the newspaper. Or you can go someplace where nobody's going to shoot back and you have the opportunity to take tens of people, hundreds of people with you, depending Right, and then it gets a lot more attention. Right, people that plan these things out—they do it for 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 reasons. You know, it's really obvious if you if you do any research or you read about any of these uh, planned attacks. Right, look at nine eleven. Okay, look at—I uh, mean, it, it's December seventh for fuck's sake. Pearl Harbor—the attack on Pearl Harbor in World War Two—it was that, that was an attack that was done to help try and cripple the United States, and as a as it just a hey don't get involved in this war you're gonna lose this was it was a statement as much as anything else okay it was a massive attack massive casualties all right it's done to, to it, it's, all of this stuff is planned out. It's not just done as, oh, well, we decided we were going to just do it one day and it just happened to be in these spots where no one was going to be with a gun. No, these are planned. Why do you think if guns were the issue, if guns were truly the issue and they were, they were so dangerous, they are, they're such a threat to human life, then why the fuck are gun range is not the most deadly place on the planet? I mean, seriously, why doesn't anybody want to ever ask that fucking question? Why aren't shooting ranges literally a shooting range for people that are there? Because people can fucking shoot back, dumbass. Duh. It's, it's so obvious. I can't understand why people don't see it. And it's because the news doesn't want you to see it. It's because the liberals don't want you to see it. People roll their eyes and then they just want to deflect and push to the next point. Oh, well, of course, it's a gun range. Oh Well, I mean, but, but think about it. If guns were really the issue... Why wouldn't places where guns are permitted be more dangerous? Why aren't people out in the woods shooting each other instead of deer? They all got guns. They must want to be out there shooting people. Right? Wrong. <laughs> you know, uh, gun ranges, totally fine. Police stations, right? Where's there more guns than anywhere else? The police station. Police are so bad and guns are all so bad. That must be the cesspool of the earth. When's the last time you heard about a shooting taking place at a police station? I. It, it doesn't happen very often. I can tell you that again, you look at the numbers. Start applying this common sense, right? Common sense is what's thrown around so often by people that say, "Oh, it's common sense to enact this these gun laws. It's common sense to, you know, that we, that we need more, right? It's common sense that this one isolated gap in this one isolated instance is is why this all fell apart. And it's just not it's not fucking true, okay? It's just not No matter how much people want to yell at you and scream at you and and tell you that you're wrong I I really do. I, I firmly believe that we as a community, uh, you know pro second amendment hunting, whatever This has to be a more unified front against people that want to push for this It can't just be those of us in the tactical space anymore pushing for this because we're the ones most immediately impacted by things like capacity limits, by things like uh, bans on assault weapons, quote unquote. Like, I hate that term. I fucking hate the assault the term uh, assault weapons. But to say that um, you you know that our laws are woefully inadequate is something that 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 all of us uh, hunters, hobby shooters, we all need to take a stand against that because if you start allowing the greater erosion um against second amendment rights and, and not even just here in michigan in any state in the union right then eventually you lose them you will lose them look at look at states like illinois where you can't even hardly fucking drive through illinois with a concealed carry gun so much so that i i mean i went to go visit family there a couple years ago uh with my wife and i left my gun at home we stopped at the house i looked at it i go nope not even gonna deal with it because all it's gonna take is me getting pulled over uh there's you know i could have uh over the capacity that they want i could have some kind of you know they may not want hollow point ammunition which is you know what's carried by most people defensively i just didn't want to deal with it look at look at illinois look at california look at new york right if if gun control is so great and it it is truly the solution then why aren't these the safest places in the country why are they, instead, why are they some of the most dangerous places to go in our country? With all the gun control they have, why are they so dangerous? Why are their mortality rates and homicide rates so high there with all that gun control? It's because it doesn't fucking work. It does not work. You know, and you can you can skew the numbers, you can bend numbers, uh, you know, all over the place and, and, and try and prove your point. I mean, yeah, there's equally dangerous red states and blue states. It's got very little to do with political parties and gun control law um, being the answer. Okay. More armed citizens makes a place safer because there are going inherently going to be more good guys than there are bad guys. More armed good guys... Means that bad guys are going to be less brazen less emboldened to do stupid shit I mean fucking look at all the stuff we're seeing in california right now There's an article that that came that just came out. Um, law enforcement something on on facebook. I saw LAPD is telling people to stay the hell away from los angeles It's like the purge out here because la legislators are letting people rob steal burn pillage riot What the fuck ever? Uh with very little consequence that to me sides on That's on the side of evil, right? That's the shit that you know. Normal, law-abiding people that that are trying to run a business, they're trying to run a lot their lives. They're the ones that suffer through that. And the same people that think that that's acceptable, the same ones seeing, sitting here screaming, "This is you don't need a gun. Don't be ridiculous. Why would you need a gun? You don't need that." Okay, and it's okay to disagree with that. I think more people need to stand up and speak out against it. Say that's bullshit. You know, I mean, find somebody that's in their screen. Oh, this is the gun's fault. You and you see the, the the term thrown around, Oh, you gun tards, you Trumpers. I don't know why everybody feels the need to fucking pull former president Donald Trump into any political discussion as some kind of leverage point. You actually kind of make your argument more invalid by that's like you might as well just tell the fucking person they're not invited to your birthday and they have no friends because in my mind, that's where you take the conversation. If you want to bring a completely outside subject into this discussion, like, yeah, no shit. Donald Trump's not the president anymore. The legitimacy of that, that's a whole second, that's a whole separate issue, but why people feel the need to use terms like Guntard and Trumper and, and just go straight to degrading, uh, people that are pro second amendment. I think that's a huge indicator of the, uh, of how invalid their argument like really is. So speak out. Okay. Have the opinion, Uh, be well-informed, right? Be able to back up with some basic facts and some basic knowledge and have a meaningful dialogue with people. How are we ever going to resolve any issues in this world? If we can't sit down and have a meaningful dialogue and that, by the way, meaningful dialogue means that both sides, you know, share their views and you have a discussion about it. It's not, Hey, you need to sit down with me so I can tell you why you're fucking wrong. Because that's what a lot of people think. Oh, if you're not willing to just listen to why I'm right, then you're not willing to actually resolve this matter because you won't just concede your point. No, no, that's not how this works. does how it works professionally. Corporate America brings in people all the time with different viewpoints and different ideas and different strategies to change things up. Why? Because that's how you stay successful, right? You know, what do failing companies more often than not have in common? Though this is... This is the way we've always done it. So this is the way we we do it. Well, no, that's that's not that's not good enough at all. And if you guys don't believe me, Jocko has written several books about you know with his company, uh, working with corporations and large companies and how to, to change ideas and how to change attitude and change culture and things. So if you don't believe me, go ahead and fucking read that. Okay. But it's okay to have an opinion other than what the majority is screaming for. Because here's the thing about the American majority, um, and this is great, um, I, I heard this uh, yesterday when I was at the gym, I was listening to the Fieldcraft podcast and they had uh, Andy Stumpf and, uh, and Evan Hafer from Black Rifle uh, on the pod talking to, to Mike Glover, was uh, the American public, um, <laughs> always wrong, never in doubt. And I, I I had to laugh at that because it's probably one of the catchiest and most elegant ways I've heard I've heard that phrased um, when talking about the American masses. Um, and it may not even be fair to say American specifically, but I mean certainly mostly American because we have access to so much information and technology these days. We can't possibly be wrong, you know. Uh, we've been um, We've been taught, you know, since at a young age that, oh, we're the greatest generation because of all the technology and look at all the smart things we know how to do. And now we talk about feelings and now we talk about growth and now it's good, we have to have safe spaces. So, you know, we, we just, we're more evolved than the, the previous generations and we just know better than everybody else because you know what I mean? We fuck that. Okay. Just you are entitled to have your opinion. Okay. It doesn't make you a lesser person for disagreeing with the popular opinion, you know, uh, learn some basic facts and you know what fuck that go, go learn some actual numbers, some actual statistics, some actual information about gun crime and gun violence. And then I want you to go ahead and look into things like homicide rates not gun homicide or firearm homicide rates, but overall homicide rates, because the issue here cannot simply be to lower the number of gun crimes because it does absolutely nothing to solve the issue if you're just eliminating gun crimes while the overall level of violence and violent crimes and and death remains the same or in instances, in a lot of cases, goes up because now there's not a good guy with a gun to stop that person from committing that act, from, from raping that poor girl from, from killing that old man. So you can't, you have to, it's like not being able to see the forest through the fucking trees with some people. I swear to God, and it's super frustrating because the only way, the, the only way you can possibly validate anything you have to say is by throwing out some long diatribe article that you have to, you know, you do throw statistics back and forth and It's exhausting, you know, and a lot of times it's complete fucking strangers who have no fucking clue what the hell's going on. Like I was talking about the other, the guy I was talking about earlier. I mean, he threw out statistics. They're 13 fucking years old, 14 years old. Like, dude, you have any idea how much has changed since 2007? Because I do in 2007, I was a senior in fucking high school. (laughs) You know, since then I've lost my hair. I got married. I bought a house. Uh, We've had two presidents since then. You know, Obama was, uh, no, we've had three we went through the entire obama administration we went through the, the trump administration now we're in the first year of biden you know i went through college and that amount i mean there's there's so many you know to look at statistics like that and say here here's my argument that's why it works well you need to, a you need to give me some more relevant numbers but look at actual common sense <laughs> we've only had more gun control laws pre clinton administration the law about guns in schools wasn't wasn't a thing there's a lot of people that will tell you now that they used to bring their gun to school in their truck and go hunting after school. They would leave their rifle in the rack in their truck or in the backseat of their car and go hunting after school. There used to be classes that taught kids, gym class used to teach kids how to you know, shoot archery, how to shoot a gun. There are schools in this country that have shooting ranges in their basement or built into their facility. Granted, older facilities, right? But those, those exist. That used to be a very standard thing in this country until, you know, unfortunately it was the Reagan administration that really kicked off gun control, but then it was the Clinton administration that picked it up and ran with that fucker. So getting back to my point, do your research and understand the conversation, okay? And then, and stick to your convictions and your morals. I mean, there's, there is no, you should not, you should not ever let someone make you feel like less of a human being or a worse person for the, your beliefs I mean w- with the obvious fucking caveat that you know <laughs> Racism is bad sexism is bad, you know, don't be an asshole, but this is this is not that okay You are entitled to your opinion Go out and be an ed- be educated about it and be able to speak intelligently That's really the only way that this gets any better. All right unfortunately we are starting from behind the eight ball because you know and this is one of the times I'll, I'll actually jump on the bandwagon about how the previous generation ruined this fucking country and it's all our parents fault i usually disagree with that pretty wholeheartedly because my parents taught me like actual work ethic and didn't raise me to expect people to hand me shit so i, I don't usually have that viewpoint but i will say that the previous generation did a really really good job of giving away our gun rights okay um tactical shooting was not as popular as it is now, Um, and thus we're starting to get some of those back and start to fight those battles. But like I said, in the previous generation, hunting was all the concern was. So when people said, you don't need an AR-15, most gun owners said, yeah, okay, I don't need that to hunt. I don't care. Oh, this is a high-capacity magazine. Oh, yeah, you're you're, you're right. Did they have really any idea or any comprehension? Probably not. A lot of people didn't own AR platform rifles or AK platform rifles or you know, semi-automatic handguns, you know, other than, you know, some people had 1911s. All right. I mean, we've grown as a, as a gun community, we've grown in our understanding, we've grown as a culture, um, and safety is still a very large focus. You know, um, I just, I don't, um, I don't think it's fair that those of us that have these opinions need, should be, uh, chastised about about them. You know, um, we're not trying to say that we value life less. We're trying to f- fight and claw our way back to regain those rights that our previous generation, our forefathers, our parents, whatever the fuck you want to say, um, that they lost for us. Okay. And, and in a lot of ways, this isn't any different than any other struggle that you see, right? A race, a race, uh, you know, struggling for equal, uh, racial equality, right. Or, uh, you know, combating sexism in the workplace and equal opportunities. This isn't any different. You know, these are, these are inherent human rights that we're talking about. These are rights and, and that we're, that are founders of this country, right? And the people want to bag on the fucking country and talk about how America is such a fucking shitty place all the time. Yeah, well, go say half of this shit somewhere else in the world and see what the fuck happens. But you live with more freedom and more individual liberty guaranteed by the founding documents and the founding ideals of this country than any other place on earth. Not saying we're the only place with freedom, obviously, but we have it ingrained and it's it's made permanent in our founding documents. Our forefathers were a bunch of really fucking smart guys. Contextually, things may have changed. You know, obviously a, a ball musket is no longer the weapon of the day. Now it's like an AR platform rifle. <laughs> but the principles remain the same. You have to know how to use one and maintain this to fight against tyranny and to protect yourself and your family and your right to live a, to live safely. Okay? People that argue at that point are the ones that drive me the most insane because it's like you, you just, you have so little accountability for your own safety and the safety of your own family that you will literally trade away all of your, your rights to self-defense, your right to own a firearm, the right to fight for your safety, because you think somebody else owes that safety to you. And it just makes you a bigger target and a bigger victim. And like I said, guys, it's, 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 that's the kind of shit you need to call out. Just tell somebody like, are you, are you that, are you so sold on the concept that somebody else owes you your, your, your self protection, um, that somebody else is, uh, that somebody else has to do, has to fight for you, that you're just willing to give all of that away. You're not going to fight for yourself at all. You're just going to roll over and, and well, if it happens, then I die. But, uh, but I don't, at least I lived a good life as a proper human being. Cause I didn't like a gun, you know? And these are the kinds of things that I, I just don't understand. And then you're, you're, like I said, you're chastised and you're called every name in the book by these people because they believe that they shouldn't have to fight for their own safety. They shouldn't have to fight for anything. And, and, and that'd be great in a perfect world. Yeah. A lot of this shit would be fucking different, but you know what? Life ain't fair. Get a fucking helmet. It's just not how it works. You know, but they'll gang up in numbers, they'll they'll yell at you, they'll scream at you, they'll go out of their way to let you know why you're the biggest piece of shit in the world. Kind of like this Aaron uh, Marquise Marquis, uh, who's a journalist from Detroit, who uh, just got suspended by the New York Times. This is another article I found on Deadline Detroit. Um, she works, uh, she used to, she works now at, or was a lead editor at Wirecutter, a uh, product evaluation site. Um, She used to work for Jalopnik, which is a Detroit-based automotive news site. Um, She was identified by the National Association for Gun Rights as a woman who left them two separate voicemails uh, last week, Thursday, uh, for the Great Lakes affiliate of the National Association for Gun Rights. Uh, Her message was something along the lines of, Hi, I'm a journalist in the New York Times. I'm just calling to wonder. I have two questions. How do you sleep at night? Uh, and then aren't you just like a little bit worried there might be a hell. And when you meet God, he might send you there. Um, you know, basically telling people that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a gun right group's fault that these, these tragedies happen because they won't roll over and surrender their gun rights that this is their fault. This is another way of passing blame. Um, and I think what it really comes down to with people like that is that they can't accept that they need to be part of the solution. This is a cultural issue. And I'm not fucking saying that, oh, violent video games are the real problem here. Oh, and rap music is the real, no, that's not, I mean, are they contributing factors? I mean, maybe on some kind of psychological level that I'm not qualified to, um, to, to judge. I, I don't, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe, but this is, you know, if you look at the degeneration of our society, things like single parents um, With an unstable home and the lack of a quality upbringing that's being replaced by things like a fucking ipad and a phone and a computer Rather than parents that are, you know involved in their kids lives I mean shit rather than parents will fucking spank their goddamn kids, right? You see this degeneration of society. That's the fucking problem here. We didn't have this issue before technology rolled on We didn't, okay? You know why? Because you got your ass beat for bringing home bad grades. You talked back. You did stupid shit. You stole. You hit a woman. Yeah, your dad beat the fuck out of you. And that's the way it was supposed to be because you don't behave like a fucking animal. You don't there's just certain things you don't do and that's part of being taught about the real world Yeah, I hated it when my dad whipped my ass as a kid too. I really didn't enjoy it surprise surprise That was not exactly an experience that I would put on the top of my list Okay, I still have the hair on the back of my neck that stands up when I hear a leather belt clearing belt loops Okay, that that doesn't leave you like you want to talk about some scars for life. There you go Okay, I don't even call it. I don't think it's a scar. I think it's a healthy respect for authority. okay I wouldn't change any of it i wouldn't i don't think i came from a broken home i don't fucking think that i came from abusive parents i think that i was taught a healthy respect for others and a healthy respect for the world around me and i think i was taught a work ethic to be a contributing member of this world i don't i don't understand these people that think that that that's somehow wrong and that you know um it's just not i just there's only, I don't even know how else to say it. I don't get these people that just think that the world owes them something and that people that are willing to stand for themselves and stand up for their, their rights to take care of themselves and their right to defend themselves and their families and, and lead, lead a safe life. Uh, that, that doesn't make you, and to to quote this, uh, Marquis chick, um, let's see. Oh, in her follow-up message, that does not make you a, quote, fucking ghoul. Um, she goes on to say, I hope there's a God in heaven so he judges you and you die. It, you know, being being pro-gun doesn't make you a terrible person, okay? Um, I, I think that the people like that that want to point the finger at somebody else, like I said, they don't want to realize or acknowledge that they need to be part of the solution. They need to raise their kids better. They need to not start fucking fights over everything on the internet, Over, like I was saying from the beginning, a simple difference of opinion. How do you resolve issues like this? When you're a kid, right? And there was a conflict. How did you resolve it? Okay. The adults got you together. They made you talk it out. They made you, I mean, console, right? Whatever you worked it out between the two of you. And a lot of times you just fucking move, you got over it and you move on. Okay. Apparently that's just not how we do things anymore. We can't have a meaningful dialogue because we're so set in our ways and so ingrained in our ways that we can't concede any points to the other. And before someone says it and brings it up, oh, well, why can't you concede some more of your gun rights and we can have some common sense middle ground here? And the answer is very simple. It's because basically since the 1930s, since the Prohibition era, um, and I did a previous episode on this and I'll probably have to revisit it, um, but if you were keeping score of how many pieces of legislation were passed in favor of gun of uh, gun owners and how many were against gun owners right how many pieces of gun control we're like woefully losing that battle like 3 to 9 or 3 to 11 like it's it's horrendous how how much gun rights have, have been stripped away in the past uh, 80ish years 90 years um we've gone up a lot things like the National Firearms Act right oh a suppressor which by the way, with most 5.56 rifles, these AR platform weapons that are weapons of war, everyone wants to scream about why you don't need that. End quote. A suppressor drops you about 20 decibels. You still fucking need hearing protection for it, for God fucking sake. But it's an NF, it's a National Firearms Act controlled item. Just like a rifle or a shotgun that's under the overall length of 26 inches, which, by the way, usually. You see a huge reduction in performance of whatever round you're shooting in a, out of a shorter barrel. Um, so it's actually a less effective weapon for a lot of things. Nope. That's SBRs, short barrel rifles or short barrel shotguns. Those are, those are NFA items too. machine guns, right? Which are ridiculously expensive and, you know, require tons and tons and tons of paperwork and time to, to get access to. Yep. Those are NFA items. The whole spray and pray thing really doesn't work. If you guys look at anybody who does um, any content on like YouTube and stuff where they, they look at select fire weapons or talk about anybody who's in the military and saw combat. You usually don't use full automatic fire because it's really, really inaccurate unless you're on, you you know, your, your goal is just to suppress the enemy, which is a separate discussion. I, I digress. Um, I never served in combat, so I, I can't speak very intelligently to that, but I do understand the basic concepts. So, uh, you know, and it's sad because this was, this was, this was, this this is awful. And this hits super close to home. You know, I've been to Oxford. I've spent time around Oxford. I have coworkers who have kids that are in the school there kids. And those kids have friends, you know, uh, it's, it's everywhere right now. This is not something that's going to go away quickly and, and nor should it, this is something that we need to fucking fix, but it is okay. If your answer is not gun control, And I implore you to find an answer that isn't gun control because gun control laws haven't worked. Okay. I talked with Sam about this. Sam has emailed his kid's school principal multiple times in regards to getting things like metal detectors, getting things like security. Okay. Not just one armed resource officer in a school full of fucking 2000 kids that, that, may or may not be, you know, his, his biggest priority may or may not be to go find and stop that shooter. His biggest priority may be to rent, to, to give aid or to help evacuate the other children. I mean, you don't know what the fuck's happening and the circumstances and the situation. So I think security guards are a next step. Okay. Um, maybe you have to restructure a budget. Okay. Some things need to get cut out. Maybe some, I hate to say it, but liberal, liberal arts programs have to go away. I would prefer not personally, being a student of art and music, I would hate to see those go away. Maybe you reduce some of these foreign language classes that most kids don't want to take, don't necessarily need to take, and maybe you redirect those funds more usefully. Um, Maybe now that everything in this world is digital, maybe you, you redirect some of those funds you used to spend on things like textbook replacement and there you go. Now you have security. I mean, there's a lot of different options out there, guys. And a lot of them don't involve stripping away the rights of law abiding citizens. Like I said, it's already illegal to do everything that fucking happened there. And yet it happened anyway in face of that law. So that individual didn't fucking care. They they don't care. They know it's wrong. They know it's illegal. It didn't stop them. What did stop them? What did deter them? police officers. Why? Because they have guns. They have the ability to inflict and impose their will on this individual. And I just, it seems, it seems like such a common sense answer, but again, people make these decisions and people cry out about these things from a place of fear and a place of lack of education. And yeah, it's a scary thing to have to wrap your mind around the fact that you may ever have to put yourself in a, in, in a, in a gunfight situation, uh, in a shooting situation. But if it comes down to it and you're asked the question, would you rather shoot this individual child or otherwise, right? School shooter, mass shooter, just asshole extraordinaire, right? Or would you rather sit by and wait for the police for 12 minutes while 30 people die? Put it in context, pose that question in context and things start to look a little bit different again, in my opinion. I'm sure there's a ton of folks out there that are going to say that I'm wrong, and that this whole this whole episode, this whole rant, will is just oh, this is just another you know gun nut or gun tart or somebody who's uh, unbalanced or some whatever term they want to throw on people that they don't like, right? Um, so uh, let's see, crazy, Nazi, white uh, white supremacist is really popular. That's a good one. You know, whatever they'll label me however they want because simply they just they don't they don't agree with my way of thinking, which is bullshit. Freedom of speech. My, I'm free to live my life the way I want to and to see the world the way I want to. And my life experiences having lost a family member to gang violence. Well, it wasn't really gang violence. It was a gang of guys, uh, firearm violence, great bodily harm, knowing people uh, in high school. I lost a, a friend in a car accident like i've i've endured a lot of these Situations or similar situations. This isn't coming from me. Just talking on my ass. Okay I've known loss in my life. A lot of us have and That's what kills me when people say you can't talk about it because it wasn't your kid that died. Well, fuck you You think the other people aren't hurt by this idea To that level clearly fucking not Clearly we have no idea what that parent is going what those parents Are going through what these kids have to live with But don't we then owe it to them to find the most immediate and most effective solution to this, even if it's the one you necessarily don't like? If you could guarantee me tomorrow that a gun control, that this, this safe storage law would stop this from ever happening again without question, I'd immediately do it. But that's not how the world works. It's just not. So stick with your convictions, stand up for yourself. There ain't nothing wrong with that. At some point along the line, we, we fucking forgot as a society what that means. Stand up for yourself. My dad used to say it when I was growing up all the time. Don't be a follower. Be a leader. All right? You lead with your ideals, your convictions, your moral compass. You'll be fine. You will. All right? Don't let somebody else tell you how you need to feel and how you need to think because of whatever, insert popular opinion, is. Okay. I mean, if you look at the popular kids in high school or middle school, whatever, I don't fucking know about you guys, but a lot of them now, uh, one was on a tether. Uh, one has, uh, five kids from four different guys. Um, and that's not a dig at single mothers. I just think that's a pretty unhealthy lifestyle for you and your children. FYI. Um, I got kid. I, I know people that are, uh, drug addicts, been in and out of rehab, lost custody of their kid. Um, you know, I mean, it's the pop be, the popular opinion is almost It's almost never the guiding principle you should live your life by. You should never just follow the the next most popular thing. You should never let the the crowd tell you what's right. Because what's right is not always popular. And what's popular is not always right. It's another good one my high school band director used to drop on us all the time. On that note, guys that's all i got for you um i hope that this hits home for you and i hope that you guys appreciate this uh and and not appreciate in terms of gratitude but just appreciate this in terms of you have your own free thought and you're entitled to that so i really i really hope that you um have that discussion stand by what you believe in and don't let anybody fucking tell you otherwise don't do it okay no one can make you feel like you're less of a person for having a different opinion But until next week, you guys, stay strong, stay safe, get out there, you work hard, train smarter, and like we always say here, be prepared.